Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cinemax podcast. Uh, this week, it's business as usual, as we're back with another Cinemax, per se. We've got two big films this week. Two of that actually feels really obvious choices, so I'm embarrassed it took as long as it did for the idea to come naturally to us and only us. Um, joining me, as he does every week, is an under-the-weather uh, Mr. Nathan Hannah. So apart from the fact you're almost dying, how are you doing? Dying, almost dying. Uh, yeah, other than that, I'm okay. Just a what? little, like you say, just a little bit snotty. So you might get a few yeah, as we as we record. Was well, it man flu? It must just be. Nothing worse. Nothing <laughs> worse. Um, but yeah, we've got two very very big films here. Um, first, we got Alien, which was obviously Ridley Scott's classic from 1979, and then Predator which I think was 1987, so less than a decade later. But these two, obviously, with the two movies where they face off against each other, have been linked for quite some time. So it made sense to do them um, in this format. Um, have you Had you watched both movies a lot or not before doing this? Not, no. not They're not films that are, like, ingrained in me. I've seen Alien a few times. Predator, probably less than Alien. So watching it again for this was pretty great it was like oh, i completely forgot about this movie yeah but, growing up i loved predator i watched that film quite a lot when i was younger whereas alien was one i only really came to uh, a few years ago i could actually seen the alien versus predator films before i'd seen alien oh, which is yeah so it was yeah. actually while getting a good version of the character um <laughs> no they're both great movies so without wasting any time we might as well crack on and kick off this week's cinematch contest then um we'll do what we normally do uh like i said business as usual we'll go through our 10 categories and we'll take turns with who goes first and we'll discuss the two movies in each category and rate the winner a 10 and the loser anything less than a 10 depending on how close we think it is um i'll go first because i've got a as always yeah Oh, his best goes first. That's what they said, only. Well, I went first last week on the carnage. Only, yeah, only because you won. You won a rock, paper, scissors, and screwed me over. Actually, you did screw me over because you took Hawkeye first, so that was like. Well, yeah, I didn't want. Uh, you know, I wanted to make sure I got in there before you got in there. Oh yeah, because that's who I was going to take. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll go first with the lead characters. Obviously, Alien's got um, Ellen Ripley, or just Ripley as she's called in the first one, played by Sigourney Weaver, one of the most iconic heroines of all time and Predator's got Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dutch who is probably one of his best and most entertaining roles um, yeah. but straight off the bat I'm going in I'm saying 10-8 to Alien straight away 10-8 because you, you, I've you, watched you, Predator you, a lot Sorry Cal, you whip out the 10-8s like the nobody's business like you, you're brutal I, I mean it though because I, like I said I've watched Predator a lot but before I rewatched it I couldn't have told you Arnold Schwarzenegger's name. I couldn't have told oh, you his name was Dutch. No, I know his name's Dutch. It's I couldn't have told you that. I immediately forget. It's Dutch and oh, who's Carl Weber's character? Dylan. Dylan. Dutch and Dylan. But even then, I can't remember. Dutch, I can't remember. The thing is, as well, I don't know if it's because he's got so many iconic roles, but yeah. I think I don't know if that hurts him because Sigourney Weaver as Ellen Ripley is one of the most iconic like female action stars ever. Like she is, and it's not just that it's an iconic character. I think Sigourney Weaver herself is actually really, really tremendous in the film. And I saw um, 
originally they called because it's just Ripley. There's no first name. There wasn't a plan for the character to be a woman, and Sigourney Weaver just did that good a job. They cast her anyway, and it makes sense looking at how good she was. And obviously, we've spoken in the past on a Ghostbuster episode about how great she is anyway. But um, I think because Arnold's got things like the Terminator and stuff like that, where he's just he's which are his more iconic roles, whereas this is her, what she's mostly known for. And I think reappearing in the sequels probably helped as well because it wasn't just a one and done, whereas Arnold did Predator and then we never see that character again. So I think if you go off that, the iconic status that Ellen Ripley's got over the years and like people still talk about that character now where, like I said, I didn't even know Arnold's name and I've watched it so many times. So it it, it was a no-brainer for me. I had to go 10-8 for Ripley. 10-8 is brutal, but... Agreed. Yeah, it's it's Ripley, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, she's just such a phenomenal copyright um, character uh, that she makes the movie. And, and to be fair, in the first like kind of section of the movie, she doesn't really feel like the main character either. She doesn't really feel like a main character, and she's really got that um, final girl energy as the film goes on. And yeah. I can't say anything more than you've already said, other than she's just a badass in the film. And obviously, as the films go on, her character changes a little bit. The second one is really when she becomes the ultimate badass. Um, but, yeah, in the first film, she's just... The bit where she's, like, uh, shouting that she's in charge and stuff and all that kind of business. And you can tell it wasn't written with gender in mind. It was just written and her being in that role just kind of feels perfect. Like there's no other, I can't think of a choice that you can replace her with. But yeah, I went, I went 10-9 with Ellen Ripley because fucking cool, isn't she? <laughs> you know what? It is interesting that you said that though, because it does, unless, if you watch it for the first time, you don't know anything about the character, you would be forgiven for not thinking that was her film. Like for the first maybe half, it feels more like um, it's Dallas's movie. As the captain, you just and she's not like when they go out onto the planet and they find the alien thing. She doesn't even go with them. She's sat in the ship waiting. But as it goes on, like you said, and it emerges that she's probably the most intelligent there. Like she was the one that didn't want to let um, Kane back on the ship, whereas everyone else was using their emotions, and she was the intelligent one. And I think just as it goes on and everyone starts getting picked off, like they do, it just emerges and it's perfect. But I tell you what, I did, I did hear. Um, apparently. Cool. The run in the running for the role was Sigourney Weaver and Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, that would have been weird. Oh, good God! Can you imagine Meryl Streep in Alien Three? Yeah, I, I, she doesn't seem to have. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen her in any action role. So it'd be hard to imagine. I don't know if it'd be the same movie. You've not seen the Fast and Furious movies. Meryl Streep's Meryl in Streep's that. In- Meryl Streep's in the Fast and Furious. <laughs> I love the I love the dead silence. She, <laughs> is she? Yeah, she's in the later one. She plays uh, Jason Statham's mum. No, that's Helen Mirren, you idiot. Oh, fuck it is, isn't it? <laughs> oh, they're both the same. <laughs> they are quite similar, to be fair. Um, but yeah, that would have been a very different movie if it was Meryl Streep. So I'm glad we got Sigourney Weaver. Um, I think it's funny that you think uh, Dallas is the... Uh, was the main character because to me i i got the impression it was kane like he's the one that goes out he's the one that discovers the face huggers and like he's until he's attacked he kind of feels pretty central 
mm. and everybody else around him, uh, Dallas, I suppose, as well, does like, but everybody else around them just kind of feels like the side characters. And it isn't until he gets the face hugger that you kind of like, wait, so who is the main character? And then it obviously shifts on and shifts on into Ripley. But it's interesting that you thought it was Dallas and I thought it was Kane then. Yeah, I guess it's one of those, like, it's up to a, anyone's idea, really. Because, there, like you said, there are a lot of scenes where it is Kane on the planet alone dealing with that sort of stuff. And then there's plenty where Dallas is on the ship just trying to figure out what the fuck to do. As, as the situation keeps getting worse, and he's just, like, bottling it a little bit. Because he's supposed to be in charge, but he's like, no, Ash can deal with this now. I'm not a scientist. Like, it's funny. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't... It, I think it's a nice twist that she ends up being the main character. Um, and then... For the character to go on to become such an iconic role as well, it felt like a no-brainer to have her over Arnie here. Um, so we'll move on then. Um, um, before we, I'm just livid that I've mixed up Meryl Streep and Helen Mirren after the whole Celine Dion and Mariah Carey debacle. <laughs> also, one's English and one's American. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I feel like we do need a Helen Mirren in a uh, not Helen Mirren, bloody hell. Maybe this maybe this call do me in more than I thought. <laughs> maybe yeah. We do need Meryl Streep in an action movie, I feel like now. It's probably a bit too late now, I imagine. Fast 11 is uh, Helen Mirren's sister. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably... I mean, they figure out all sorts of ways to bring these random people into that franchise, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, so moving on then, um, next up we'll go to the best story. And I'll let you go first on this one. Obviously, the alien story is about the... I don't even know what would you call them. They're not exactly astronauts, are they? It's just like people that they're, work, but they're workers, aren't they? They they're just blue collar people, and that's you know not spoilers for later on, but that's part of why I love Alien so much is because every single one of them do just feel like blue, like they genuinely feel like blue workers, blue collar workers. Um, but story, I went um, ten nine in. Aliens favor because <laughs> not to show Predator too much, uh, but Predator is literally we land the summit killing something, we got to kill it, and that's it until it's dead. Though there is one thing about a Predator story that I found really interesting, and it was that it does actually share a very strong similarity in Alien in one distinct way. Um, that I'm not really picked because I've never watched Alien and then Predator immediately afterwards. I've I've unfortunately seen Alien vs Predator and I've unfortunately seen Alien vs Predator too. Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck that movie. Um, but the one thing I've never really noticed um, watching them back to back is that both films they go to a place under false pretenses and then they have to kind of survive an alien afterwards. So in Predator, they go under the false pretext, like obviously they go in thinking they're going to save the team, but really they're going in to, you know, get all this information about the gorillas and everything. And that's kind of what's, you know, Dutch has that big thing with Dylan where he calls him a son of a bitch and all that kind of stuff. And then in Alien, you've got um, the the fact that they all diverted because they think they it's a distress signal, but really they, they want to find the alien life forms and and take them and bring it back uh, to Wayland Utani for military purposes and all that kind of stuff. So I did find it interesting there was that little bit of very, very loose connection between them. But no, Alien Story is so much better. Like I say, it's got that really gritty down-to-earth feel. 
ironically because it's not on earth at all in the slightest and they're just people going about a job just you know construction workers or miners or whatever they are uh, i can never remember but it's it basically just that laborer's job and they get told by a big company you know you don't get paid if you don't you don't get your bonus or you don't get paid if you don't do this so they kind of have to go off do that and then it's the surviving the alien bit but as they're doing it it's it's the you know the face hugger and uh, john hurts kane getting absolutely blasted in the chest and as everything kind of goes along it, it progresses from this obviously in a spaceship down to a story to like this slow obviously it's a horror movie but slowly turns into this survival final girl kind of horror story both i mean that's extrapolated because both both films are very very simple there's nothing like too massively in depth about either film but predator really just felt like oh we need it's kind of like john wick we need a story because we want to do loads of action whereas alien actually felt like it was written and, and a story was actually built to to work around the alien so that's why i went 10 9 for alien actually yeah. probably, you, know what, you know what i'm gonna go 10 8 I'm going to change 10 it. 8. Now that you've thrown a 10 8 out there, I don't mind doing it, but now that you've thrown a 10 8 out there, I'm going to 10 8 alien. Do you know what? This is quite funny, actually, because I went 10 9 in favor of Predator this time. I think because this is stepping a little bit on the supporting cast, but I think because of how strong the cast is, as in like Alien, obviously, it's about these everyday workers just trying to do a job, whereas Predator, it's about these like straight up fucking killers, like these assassins, um, these soldiers who have like experienced like Vietnam and Afghanistan, I think they said in it. And seeing that and having them, these like some of like the pinnacle of human form, essentially take on this fucking just monster and just watching that play out. And the, the cast of guys as well, who are like, they're all obviously built in a similar way, but they've all got such different personalities. And just seeing those guys try to take on, the predator in a habitat they're familiar with, like they've been, they, I imagine they've been in many a jungle in the time. And we see early on in the movie, which is, I think is one of the highlights for me is when they take on the, um, I can't remember what they're called, but that village uh, of the gorilla uh, place and they take them on and they just defeat those guys with such ease to really stress like how good at combat these guys are and then after that we just get to watch them all get picked apart one by one and it just emphasizes how much of a fucking motherfucker the predator is and i think on that sense it's i prefer that story i think because and i love alien um but i think alien takes like an hour to actually really get going which really surprised me re-watching it like the chest burster scene isn't until like 59 minutes in i actually looked which is crazy, whereas I feel like Predator, it's like action from like 15 minutes in and then it just doesn't stop. And I think because of that, it's a much easier film to re-watch. And I think the cast of characters against the Predator works so much better. Because let me ask you this, right? If you take those soldiers, yeah, do you think they'd, they'd have survived the alien? Or at least more than one of them? I don't want to get into a category we've got later, but they would probably they would definitely survive the alien, yeah. Yeah. And I just think because I think that dynamic where they're actually like skilled and they know what they're doing and they know how to handle themselves and it's still not enough. I think that the way that story plays out for me is just so much more entertaining. Whereas Alien, it's like it's just watching the week get picked apart, which don't get me wrong, is really fun. Um and those characters and the twist with Ash, it's all great. 
But yeah. I think because of the amount of action that's in Predator, I had to go with Predator. I went 10-9, though. So it wasn't as one-sided as yours, but it was in the opposite direction. I do think Alien is definitely a slow burn movie, but for me that works better than just this. It, I don't know, Predator kind of felt a little bit more repetitive. Though there is one moment in Alien where I'm like, "Come on, you know, you know how to edit, right?" Because it's like the walk, it's like camera footage off the helmets, and they're walking towards the ship when they land on the planet. And I swear that scene goes on for like five minutes straight, and it's just slowly zooming in. But like, it is a slow burn. Um, but I do, for me, I prefer that because it's like a building intention and it feels more deliberate. Whereas Predator is just, and the bit where they take on the the village, it doesn't. It did make me piss. I've not seen Predator in a while, and I completely forgot about it. Where Dutch just fucking lifts the van to drop it on to have it go into the fucking building. But yeah, interesting. I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't have thought you would have picked on Predator in terms of story, mainly because it doesn't have one. But Easter <laughs> uh, I think it's got a great story. <laughs> uh, so next, we'll move on to the best opening, um, and I'll go first again. The obviously the alien opening is quite, it's quite a doom and gloomy one. It's there's a lot of shots of the outside of the ship in space, and then there's shots of inside. But obviously, there's everyone's still in the cryo sleep, so it's just like it's like a ghost town, and it's just like really silent. Like I think Eleanor came in yesterday when I was watching it, and she was doing something in the kitchen and she asked how I could hear the TV because it was that silent. And I was like, oh no, there's just no volume right now. That nothing's happening yet. That's why I'm not just like supersonic hearing. And I think that compared to Predators, which is essentially just your standard action movie opening where the big tough guys arrive in the helicopter and they get assigned the job and they do that really cringe but 80s shot of uh, Arnold and Carl Weathers like, like shaking hands and you just got the shot of each other's biceps slammed in oil. And it's like such an 80s cliche. And I think because of that, when you consider the, the alien one, I think with how quiet it is and how like dark it is, it really emphasizes how alone those guys are and how like confined they are where they are. And I think that works so well with the tone of the movie that follows. And I think it just immediately sets like you on edge a little bit. Like it just feels like something terrible is going to happen. And Whereas the Predator one's quite almost light-hearted at the beginning. And I think because of that, I went uh, 10-9 in favour of Alien. Oh, thank fuck for that. I thought we were going to have another disagreement then. Ten, yeah, 10-9 to Alien, 100%. Um, it's got like a desolate feel to it. Um, and it's just, yeah, like you say, it's setting up the tone. and But you're also kind of getting a glimpse of um, like the kind of conditions they're living in and that they are, it does kind of set up that they are workers as well. When they come out of cry sleep and they're all just kind of sat around the table, just chatting. It's nothing. It's no like scientists. It's no like big speak, big words. No like coaxium five or anything like that. It's just people sitting around a table and shooting the shit coming out of the uh, cry sleep, which I think is really good. And that really, really quiet, desolate feeling in just. It, you're right, it just really puts you at an unease state going into the movie. You know something's going to go wrong. I mean, the film's called Alien. You've probably got a good idea of what's going to happen. Um, but one thing I will say about Predator, 
And it's not a positive thing again. Do you know what? I've come out of this thinking worse about the Predator than I've ever felt before. And I like the Predator movie, but looking at it like this, like, I can't, I don't, I wasn't, this will shock you, but I wasn't alive when Predator was, oh wait, when did Predator come out? 1987, yeah. yeah I wasn't yeah. alive when Predator came out. That is surprising. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the trailers or anything, um, but I imagine the trailers wouldn't have shown the actual Predator itself. They would have they would have marketed it as an Arnie film set in the jungle, which would be really good if the beginning of the film didn't have an alien space pod like drop. Like imagine never seen Predator before, watching the film, and then you just think it is Insurgents, and then it, as the film goes on, you realise no, it's it's an alien. And I one of the reasons I was like I don't actually like this this opening is because I was like why well, show the alien? It's really strange. Like this just pod just drops when it could have been like a big build-up surprise to the alien actually being the enemy. Um, it's also got that really like 80s Top Gun, like sunset coming out of the helicopter, all that kind of stuff. Um, whereas, it, it's, it, yeah, it's just standard action movie, isn't it, compared to... And it's just the bare minimum amount of work to get any kind of setup. To the point where I don't really remember what they say, other than the "you son of a bitch" and the grabbing the hand and I don't like this tie shit or whatever he says. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's alien. Let's be honest. Yeah, I fucking hate that spaceship shot at the beginning. I don't know what on earth they were thinking. Because even if you didn't know it was an alien when it showed up, just having that mystery around it, like, is this an alien or is it some fucking monster from like the depths of earth or some shit you wouldn't know so having that just immediately ruined at the beginning i i didn't even think to mention that but that is i hate that so much um but at least we agree on that one then hate it so much uh so we'll go to the opposite side of the um scale now then and we'll go straight to the endings um i'll let you go first this time you've obviously got ripley's ending in alien where she escapes onto the escape pod and blows up the ship and only to find out that the aliens actually followed her. Then after that brief little uh, standoff, she manages to like eject it into space, which is one of the goofiest looking shots I've ever seen in my entire life. But then it just kind of just ends as she relaxes and just like, whereas the Predator one is Arnie fighting. It's, a, it's quite similar to be fair. It's Arnie fighting the Predator. Yeah, um, and pretty similarly. I think the, to be fair, the Predator ending is like, you could say it's like 30 minutes long, like that entire final showdown is like literally like 30 minutes long and it's um, the face off in the mud and all that shit. And then when he eventually beats the Predator by dropping that big ass log onto its head and then knowing it's trapped, it fucking like sacrifices itself and self detonates um, the, a bomb that it just got somewhere that it sets off on its wristwatch motherfucker. Um, and then <laughs> he's eventually... Save. They wait until that happens before they decide to come save him in the chopper. Um, yeah. So they are very similar endings, but which one did you prefer? I actually gave this 10-9 to Predator because the fucking ending to Alien is so goofy. Like, this, uh, so when she gets in the pod, it's cool, and if everything was done better and not goofy looking, and I, I get it was the 70s, but you also got to remember this came out after A New Hope, so I know that effects can be done better. But like the alien, like climbing up in on the rope in in space and just kind of just laying there between the pipes, just chilling, just chilling between the pipes. Um, 
don't know. It all just seems kind of the setup's great and the actual thing is great, but the execution was poor. Whereas Predator is just, you know, a showdown and it's a fucking cool showdown as well. I love the bit where he's like, come on, kill me. And you can, he's like, he's figured out the trap. So he kind of goes around and Dutch thinks, oh, I fucked it here. And he still manages to, um, still manages to, I mean, it is still a little anticlimactic, but I think that's because I'm used to the modern style of Predator through like games and comics and all that kind of crap. Um, but just being downed by a simple rock dropping on his head was pretty, <laughs> was pretty funny. Um, but I'm also 100% giving it to Predator over Alien because Alien didn't have everybody's name in the credits where they turn and look to the camera and do a little... <laughs> You're like pure sitcom opening. It was a sick. It was a hundred percent a sitcom ending, and I love it. I love it so much. All films should end like that. You know, imagine, imagine John Wick ending like that. That'd be or Oppenheimer. That'd be fucking fantastic. It is such an eighties moment. It's like the opening to Full House, like the opening credits to Full House. That's exactly what it feels like. But um, yeah, there's one I, bit in Alien that I do like um, in the ending, and when she gets in the pod, is when she goes down to the top and. Just the just the best. That was that's good. That's a good part of the ending. I agree. I agree with that decision. About that's when they went. I reckon that's when they went. Oh, fuck! We've cast a woman. Uh, we we should it, we should probably sexualize her somehow. That that hundred percent feels like a studio decision to go. Well, you've got a woman as a lead character. You need her in pants at some point. Yeah, that felt really out of place to it. Really out of place, like, like compared to the rest of them. Like the rest of the movie, she's wearing jumpsuits and everybody's wearing like really realistic gear. And then at the very end, it's like, well, you got to, it's a final showdown and it needs to show something. Yeah, like it just, it feels weird, doesn't it? Like she's just taken on an alien and immediately thinks to take her clothes off. Like I'm not sure that would be one of the first things that went through my head. Um, but I actually agree here. And I also went 10 9 in favor of Predator because like that alien ending just, it, it feels like it drags a little bit. And the uh, Predator one, I think it just goes balls to the wall for so long. And just having the iconic shot of the alien, like, mimicking, um, I think it was Billy's laugh before he sets off the detonator and Arnie runs away and you see, like, the explosion. And then the, you see the explosion from up in the air in the chopper. And then it just shows Arnie looking traumatised to fuck while he's sat in the chopper. Like, it's such an effective ending. And the alien one, it, it just... I don't know. And I don't think... I think the fact that it just looks like the goofiest shit you've ever seen when the alien's hanging on the outside, it kind of pulls me out a little bit. Because up until that point, I think it looks really good. Um, yeah, yeah that the... one shot alone, it. I think that bit ruins it for me. And also, like you just said, you like the Sigourney Weaver stuff. But I don't know what the fuck those, those, that underwear choice was. Because it's like trying to build his bum. Like, that's not normal. That shouldn't be happening. <laughs> like, no, they're the most impractical pants. Yeah, it was. It didn't work. Yeah, this is very. It's a very, very, very strange choice. Yeah. Very. very um, but yeah, so we agreed on that. We've agreed on a bit, quite a few so far. Um, next, we'll go to the legacy of both movies and how they both held up. And I imagine we're probably going to agree with this one as well. I'd be surprised if we don't. But um, I went ten nine in favor of Alien because even though. A lot of people believe Aliens, the sequel, is actually a better movie. Aliens still regarded as one of like the best sci-fi slash horror movies of all time. Where I think Predator is now just regarded as a 
good 80s action movie not like a good action movie but a good 80s action movie like it feels like it's in that very very specific time frame and that's where it stands out because outside of the 80s it's just really cheesy and like I said the, the whole class with the hands with the biceps in the shot for like a good five seconds and then the end credits showing everyone smiling like it feels like a really of its time where I think Alien you can make a movie like that now and it would still feel like it, it doesn't age, I don't think. Whereas I think Predator ages quite significantly. And I don't know if it's just because Arnold Schwarzenegger is the, the star who is 80s action movie personified. But I think when you consider how well Aliens aged and the legacy it has, and it's still frequently in a lot of people's like top 15, top 20 movies ever, I think the legacy is it's far surpassed Predator. Yeah, I agree. You know, Alien hasn't aged, and there's only little bits near the end when you see the xenomorph in full, not in the shadows, where you kind of go, okay, well, that's definitely an old, older movie. But the tone of it, everything, everything about it, does it's, it, it? you could probably still release a film like that today, albeit a little bit shorter, it'd probably be a Netflix movie now, um, on one location, and it'd still hit the same, I think. Probably, it, we'd probably need a bit more pacing in it a bit a little bit of editing for our ADHD minds but um yeah with you you're not wrong predator is just i think if i if predator was billed and sold as a just a regular action movie set in the jungle and then it was a big twist and it turns out to be an alien i reckon it would probably have had more of a legacy whereas you know i bet it wasn't um and i bet it was kind of Build as this alien action movie. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunately for Predator, and it's got some fantastic quotes and it's got some, you know, very memorable kills, but it's largely forgettable and can merge into any kind of 80s movie to the point where, to the point where there's that bit, the fucking hilarious bit in Predator when they just I was pissing myself. I watched it with a couple of friends. I was pissed myself because one guy starts shooting and the other guy doesn't know what's happening. So he just runs up and starts shooting. So like when he thinks he sees something and then the rest of them come be like, they don't even know what they're shooting at, but they just start shooting. It's just fucking dumb um, in the best ways, but it is just dumb. Whereas Aliens obviously got this lasting, lasting thing. And then you think about the sequels and comics and video games and all of that kind of stuff. Alien doesn't always hold up in quality with its sequels, but they are always attractive to watch. Whereas Predators had Predator, Predator Two, the Predator, which is oh wait, which one's one that I like? Predators of Alien Brody, which takes place. That one's Alien. good. Yeah, um, the Predator, which wasn't. And I don't watch that one. I've not watched Prey yet, but I've heard that's really, really good. That one's really good, actually. Yeah. Whereas everybody seems to have a soft spot, whether it be good or bad, for each and every one of the Alien films except for Prometheus. Nobody seems to like that film. But yeah, and then there's like video games and comics and Alien just, the Xenomorph and the Alien itself, like the Alien itself, the Xenomorph does feel more iconic, even though the Predator, I'm just a little bit of spoiler, the Predator does have a better design. The Alien just always seems way more popular. Plus you've got stuff like the chestburster scene and which is pretty much the most iconic thing. You've got the eggs, which has been replicated and parodied loads, and you know it's. I just think it's. I just think it's got a better legacy. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, you touched on it then a little bit, so we might as well go straight to it and discuss uh, the creatures themselves now then and which one um, we prefer. So I'll let you go first this time because I feel like you give a little bit of a hint there, so uh, I'll let you go now. And... I love the Xenomorph, but re-watching Alien, I realised I love the Xenomorph from Aliens 2 and not the Xenomorph from Alien 1. I love it when it when it's in the dark and you first kind of see it, uh, but then <laughs> as you get to the end of the film, it can't. If you, can you remember that episode? You have you ever, you watched Malcolm in the Middle, haven't you? I haven't actually. No. You've never, oh my god. Okay, we need to watch Malcolm. There's an episode where Hal uh, Brian Cranston starts speed walking, and he's got this big plastic helmet that comes all the way down here, and he's got like a skin tight bodysuit on, and that's what the alien looks like. Just some guy in a helmet with a skin tight like rubber suit on. And like doing all this kind of stuff, and it just looks really, really shit, <laughs> for lack of a better term. But then you've got like the cool creature works um, as you get close up, like the mouth when he's like when you can see his teeth and he's like proper like gritting his teeth, and you can see like all the silver and all the fucking. That is a wet creature. I've never seen so much fucking water or drool come off any other creature in my life. A fucking it matters well. I think it's got like a tap system in its fucking upper lips, but it, it's phenomenal. And then you've got there's another one, uh, and then you've got like opening the mouth and the the mini grabber coming out. Like the design of it is cool, but the practicality of it in the first film isn't. Whereas in Aliens, it's sick. Like you've got the more like the more crook curled up and everything. You know, how, you know how it can kind of curl up into a foot. That's how I kind of remember it. Like from the, vi- I think I'm, I love it more from the video games and the more modern stuff because they were able to do more f- with it rather than a guy in a suit. Whereas Predator is literally a guy in a suit and it just fucking works. The helmet is the co- one of the coolest helmets of all time. He's got the dreads, which match the helmet perfectly. <laughs> And then you've just got everything about it, like the netting around his arms, the stuff on his uh, the the stuff on his wrist, all the weapons on his shoulders. You got the iconic like three dots from the laser pointer, fucking blades on his arm. And then you take the helmet off, and it's you. What does it, it say? You ugly motherfucker. And he's right. He's not wrong, but it is just sick. He's got the little the little clickers. Um, so yeah, I went I went ten nine for Predator because. Guy in suit will always work for Predator. Guy in suit does not always work for the Xenomorph. Yeah, I've um, I've gone a bit harsh again this time, and I've gone 10-8 in favour of Predator. Um, <laughs> because, like you said, I think with the close-up shots, the alien looks really good. And what they were doing for the time, it was really impressive. And it's one of the most unique designs ever. I think the little touches to it, like the acid blood, is really smart. But it's not the most practical uh, monster, especially in that first one. It's not the most mobile. There's not really that much you can do with it. Like if you think back to towards the end of the movie, I mean, I'm stepping a little bit on the best deaths, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but towards the end, you can't even really see. They don't. They don't even really show um, a couple of the deaths because, like, you can't really shoot it that well with that creature moving around. Whereas Predator just fucking rocks. Like everything about the monster, the way it's done, like it is essentially just like a guy in a suit, but he's like, he must be like six foot six or something. Cause he's huge. And like, it just, it's an imposing figure. And I love that 
we don't really get a proper glimpse of it until like an hour in. Like we just see this almost in, like it's supposed to be invisible. But you can see the outline for the majority of the movie. It looks really cool. Even the even the camo looks cool. Yeah, it looks so good. And um, just all the unique designs, like you said, the three the three dot uh, point lasers uh, dots that it kills um, a couple of the guys with. Um, the dreads, the mask is one of the most intimidating things ever. And I remember as a kid, I was actually a little disappointed when they took the mask off. Really? Watching it again now, it's like, no, that shit is fucking terrible. Like, you don't know what to expect, but it's definitely not what you see when he takes the mask off. Like, that, like Arnold says, it is one of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it is grim, but I think because it's it can be done practically the way it was. And also from a character standpoint, it's just a fucking killing machine. Like it's so much more impressive that that creature can take down all these different people. It can mimic voices. It's got the fucking thermal vision. Um, it, it knows to avoid tripwire and stuff. Whereas I think the aliens just kind of acting on pure like animal instinct and it's just taking down anything that it comes across. So I think going off the predators, like it's ridiculous, like IQ and it's, ability to take down such a badass group of people with ease i think it's easy for me and i like i said as a kid i always preferred predators so i think i've always had more of a soft spot for predators as opposed to alien yeah and also everything even though both films kind of suck i watched both alien versus predator movies praying predator one so it would have felt wrong if i went against him now so yeah i went 10-8 in favor of him there um because if we were talking about overall like the face hugger is literally fucking brilliant. Like I love the facehugger design. There's nothing wrong about the facehugger design. It's perfect. Um, but then you, we're obviously talking about the main creature, the xenomorph. But then you get the the baby one as well as it comes out of the chest, and that look just looks like one single prop that doesn't move really, and it just kind of turns. And I love the bit when it runs across the table because it just looks like it's on a scale electric tank. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Baby Yoda, it is not. It's just fucking. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that. Like yeah, I don't like it. What have you? Do you know about the original Predator design? No. What's that? In the original Predator design, uh, when they first started filming, before they changed it to this one, really like have a look at anybody who's watching. If you don't know it, have a look at it. Just search John Claude Van Damme Predator. Oh, I heard he was supposed to do it. He was originally the Predator. And it's weird. It's like a Power Rangers villain. It's got like, it looks like something from like one of the Japanese kaiju, like old Japanese kaiju stuff, like um, old Godzilla movies. It's got this huge metal head kind of that goes really above his head and really pointy, really comes out. It's got these really long arms. It's really, really strange. And I can't imagine the, like if that was the final design, that we would have forgotten it forever. But like what whoever's decision that was to get rid of not only John claude Van Damme, because apparently there was a bit of ego involved, but completely changed the Predator's design. Well fucking done, because you've created one of the most iconic aliens when you could have had one of the shittest aliens. Honestly, you need to see it. Yeah, I'll have a look. That sounds fucking dreadful. I mean, yeah. I think Van Damme as well, he's only like five foot eight, five foot nine, so it's not even like he's got that imposing statue. Like, What's he going to do? Just like throw his high kicks and that. I don't, I just don't understand. Like, it's, it'd be a terrible yeah, move. Do the, I'm trying to find it. Uh, look, oh, yeah, you can kind of see it here. If you can see it on the camera, Jesus oh. Christ! It looks like a Doctor Who villain. Yeah. Oh, now you've said it. Yeah, it really does. But there's a you can... <laughs> Van Damme in the. Uh... Jesus, I'm so glad they got rid of that. 
<laughs> but that would have been disaster. Going from that to what we got is such a huge change and like such a great big design change, but works in its favour. Yeah, that must not have just been a Van Damme's not working. That must have been this guy looks fucking shit. Like there's got to be a reason they've made such a drastic change to the design after he went, but thank God they did because that would have sucked. <laughs> Imagine being Van Damme though and being like in this suit where your head's poking out and you've got a giant monster head on you, surrounded by Arnie and Carl Weathers and all these massive men. <laughs> I know, yeah. And I bet that didn't help his ego because I bet he still wanted, to, I bet he still thought he could take them all on. Yeah, probably. Um, so moving on then, we've touched the main character, we've touched the monster. So we'll talk about like each movie supporting cast now. And it is two surprisingly quite stacked casts here. Um, so I'll go first. And disagree on this one getting into it i'm not gonna lie uh i mean i imagine so because i've actually got this 10 10 i've tied it okay fair enough yeah i've tied it because i rewatched alien yesterday uh, yesterday morning i think it was and in my head it it had walked away with it because it's got like people like ian holm who went to play Bilbo baggins it's got john hurt who has been nominated for oscars twice and played Ollivander in the harry potter movies it's got um, Veronica Cartwright, who was in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I actually watched literally last week. So that was a nice, like, oh, it's here again. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's also got Harry Dean Stanton, who played the dad of the love interest in She's All That. So that's immediately fucking up there for me. If you play, if you, if you play a character in a Freddie Prince Jr. film, you're on my ear list, is all I'm saying. <laughs> so at first I had that as... I felt like it'd be a comfortable win, but then I watched rewatched Predator and Carl Weathers just looking in peak physical form, like having Apollo Creed teaming up with the Terminator. And then you've got, as a wrestling fan, seeing Jesse the Body Ventura, fucking wow. awesome. And his yeah. lines are so funny when he's bleeding and he says, I haven't got time to bleed. Like, shut up, man. That's fucking great. But for me, this time around, my favourite was um, Billy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sonny Landon, who played Billy, because that character was fucking awesome. I love in a movie when you've got, like, especially one like Predator, where you've got a certain character who is really comfortable in the surroundings. They're the one that everyone, like, looks to. And then when they get scared and everyone else is like, shit. Yeah, shit. Like, if he's worried, where are we? I think there's a line in it where someone says, oh, don't lie, Billy, you're not scared of any man. And he's like, no, but that ain't no man we're facing. I was like, oh my God. Like, I love it so much. Like, having a character like that immediately adds to a film for me. So, because that entire. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but Shane Black, who was the first guy to get killed, who obviously went on to direct like Iron Man 3 and Nice Guys, like, just have it's It's actually a really stacked cast as well. I think both of them have really good um, supporting cast. So, because of that, I couldn't separate them. I think. From a pure actor standpoint, I think Alien has the better uh, ensemble, but memorable characters-wise, Predator is just as good as anything, so I, I couldn't separate them at that point. Just having, like like I said, Carl Weathers looking chiseled and just the most fucking badass guy, and then Billy on his own was enough for me, but yeah, I couldn't separate the two. Okay, well, maybe we'll follow that, because I went 10-8 to Alien. 108. 10 8. The, the thing is, uh, we're going to fall out, but I don't think the cast of uh, Predator is that great. And admittedly, I'm not a wrestling fan, so I ain't got. Is Jesse Ventura? Yeah. Is he the guy that says, like, a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur? Yeah, the one that when he's 
he hears something, he says, oh, I've got you now, motherfucker, and he's got the big machine gun, and then yeah. the little ferret thing comes out, and then he immediately gets killed afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with Predator is, other than Arnie and Carl Weathers, everybody else is kind of forgettable to me, which I know... Sounds... I ain't no fucking Billy slander whatsoever. <laughs> but everybody else has kind of felt like, this is Arnie with a hat. This is Arnie, but he's a tracker. This is Arnie, but he's been in the jungle before. And this is Arnie, but he's a bit of a nerd. And they all just kind of felt like big, muscly men, which obviously that's what they are. And But it just kind of felt like copy-paste, but with just a slight difference. Whereas, and yeah, if we're talking about cast on pure, like casting the actors involved, then it is a good cast. But obviously I'm looking at, the characters they play as well and to me it was it, it does just kind of feel copy pasty um though i do like when uh oh, who is it that goes a bit nuts after um shane black dies well um it's after jesse ventura dies and it's uh mac played by billy Actually, duke he's very good as well i didn't even mention him he's great outside of arnie like he was the highlight for me um because he was like out of all of them the most realistic like he, he went a little bit unhinged because he knew that some of like everything was going fucking wrong and that performance I actually really enjoyed but it, everything else just kind of felt like standard um whereas aliens i gen would genuinely believe that they are just workers none of them felt out of place even um ash eventually um, when he turns out to, I love the bit when his his head is just on the table, and yeah. it's just going like talking, like it's so well done, um, and it it doesn't break character, and yeah, each and every member of the supporting cast for Alien feels real. The two kind of technician guys, like they felt like the I've worked like, I've worked with a lot of contractors, uh, and I know that those two technician guys are pretty accurate because it's like i'm gonna get the fucking job done in my own time not when you fucking tell me to especially in my old career which we won't say because i know i've got a habit of uh, talking about, talking it a lot. about it. yeah um but especially in that career um where they'll just be like yeah we can charge you whatever because you need us to do it that kind of stuff um we can take the piss with it and john hurt absolutely i'm gonna say it again phenomenal um to the point where I did think he was the main character for a long time, and even like when he wakes back up, and you just kind of like, yeah, things are back to normal, even though you know it's not. There's like that underlying tension, and the bit where he just starts to kind of go a bit off, just it's so on point. And everybody just everybody in Alien feels real. It feels like real people, and I get they're very different movies, but they feel like real people, except for Ash, obviously, who's not a real person. But everybody in Alien just in Predator just feels over-exaggerated, cartoony, and butch. So no, that's, but... why, that's why I went 10-8 to, to Alien, because Manly manly Films is cool, but not much depth to him, is there? No, Other but than... on the flip side, on the flip side, I think what hurts the Alien cast is how fucking stupid they are. Like, I'm not being Every... funny, right? That's I'm not everything. being funny. If I am working with a guy and he gets this fucking alien thing on his face and they do an x-ray thing and it's going down his throat and then we come out and it's gone, 
There is no way in hell I'm sitting next to that motherfucker eating 10 minutes later. There is no way I am. He's in quarantine for weeks. What the fuck are they thinking? Now, that is outrageous. And also the whole, let's go save this cat every five minutes. Like, come on now. There's an alien. Oh, yeah. The cat thing at the end really pissed me off. Like, it's just, a, like, I mean, I love my cat. And my cat is probably one of my best friends. I'm not afraid to say it. But I, if it was if if I just set my ship to self exp, uh, self destruct and I and the cat weren't there, I'd be like, yeah, fuck, fuck the cat. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Also, when they're all in cryo sleep, who feeds that fucker? I've thought that because they're in cryo. Did they say they're in cryo sleep for like ten months or something beforehand or something like that? I can't remember. But they're in there for a while. So, who the hell has been feeding this cat? I came to the conclusion that if there's a spaceship that can travel all these different distances and there's aliens and stuff like that there's probably a self-automated cat feeder yeah maybe yeah maybe that makes sense to be fair it'd be like um the start of back to the future where doc's got that entire fucking elaborate machine just to feed einstein it's one of them in the ship to feed the cat that makes sense um did you know what i was when i was looking into it though and i was looking at like when i watched the films and i was like looking into the both of them i saw because we haven't even mentioned him in the supporting cast there, but Tom Scarrett, I think he's called, who played Dallas, who I've never actually seen in anything else. But apparently that role was originally offered to Harrison Ford, who turned really? it down. How much better of a movie is that with Harrison Ford? Because you do, you would 100% believe he was the main character if it was Harrison Ford playing him. And yeah. then just getting rid of him, like, just over an hour in would be such a crazy turn of events. But originally, apparently, he got offered it but said no. But I do like yeah. the alien cast. I imagine he, oh, he just came off a star. He would have just come off a Star Wars. Can you imagine, yeah. like, he's probably like, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the space guy. You know, yeah, like, I suppose. grumpiest motherfucker out there. Yeah, that's true. Although, I don't know if it'd be an ego thing as well, where they said, "We want you in, but we're going to kill you off halfway through." I don't know yeah. if he'd have appreciated that either. But he was that desperate to have Han Solo killed. I wouldn't put it past him to be like, "Oh, great! I get to play a guy that's not even in it, and I get a full pay." Fucking yes, mate. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, but yeah, I had them a lot closer than you did because I think both are fucking great. You hate muscly men. I hate. <laughs> I hate masculine men that make me feel. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll move on now then to the setting of both movies. You've got. Nostromo, I say Nostromo, but there's also the actual brief planet that they land on when they find the alien eggs, but it's primarily on Nostromo. Yeah, I pretty much Uh, thought about just the Nostromo. Yeah, that's all I really considered when I was thinking about my score and stuff. But then you've got that, which is obviously um, quite futuristic, and it's the spaceship, as opposed to just the jungle in Predator, which is very vast and just surrounded by trees and everything like that, and um, I think you're going first this time, actually. So, is it me this time? Yeah, I'll let you take it away. I just, I just sound like I hate Predator because I went 10 8 to Alien. <laughs> <laughs> this could be one of the most one sided results ever. I saw my brother in law and I told him that we were doing this and he loves Predator and he was like, Predator best fucking win. And I'm like, <laughs> never going to speak to you again. Yeah, it's fine. He probably won't listen to it. <laughs> no talk. Um, yeah, what's to say? The fucking it, the predator is just a jungle in a village. Yeah, that's all it is. You could, could be any jungle, could be anything. And I think what's been proven with um, the predator movies is you can have a predator anywhere, and it still works. You don't need it to be in a jungle. In fact, predators 
um, with Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, and that is set in an alien jungle, and it's just a jungle. It's basically the same. It's just a little few different creatures, but it's just basically the same. So it's pretty insignificant, and it's pretty forget. Well, it's not forgettable that it's in a jungle. That sounds really stupid of me to say, but you could literally just swap the jungle for for any kind of um, combat zone, and it it works. Um, there are parts of the bat being in the jungle that it did work. Obviously, it works better in the jungle. I think it's better than Predator Two, and um, the newest—not the newest Predator, that's Prey, but Pre the Predator that takes place at like a high school and in the middle of a town or whatever it is. It's really shit. Uh, it's really, really shit. Don't watch it, mate. Um, but I mean, the Nostromo has got such a cool design. It's got that big clunky worker ship type it looks like a big mining rig it looks cool and then you've got the the planet that's got all the alien designs by h is it hr geiger hg geiger geiger is how i remember it but the cool like with the big the big guy in the seat which obviously is revealed later on to be just some fucking god type creature but the design of the ship and all that it just just so much better and obviously a lot more thought process and a lot more design into it pretty easy category for this for alien to win in this one so i don't feel too bad for predator because it's just a jungle it, it can't it, it literally can't win but yeah everything about and i is why i don't really like because a lot of people are like oh you like sci-fi you'll like this and it's all like that clean clean sci-fi and by that i mean like films like passenger and what's the one with tom cruise oblivion oblivion and stuff like after earth it's and it's that where Everything's futuristic, so everything's clean looking. Everything's sleek. That's why I don't really like Attack of the Clones that much because everything looks too fucking shiny. Um, but I really, really love that dirty, gritty, man-made industrial sci-fi look. And this has got it in spades. Like when the when the um, the acid's seeping through the floor and they have to run like run down and see all like the underlayers of the ship. Just everything looks so perfectly designed and so purposeful in everything it's got it and i really really love the design of the self-destruct mechanism even though if you needed to blow your ship up urgently it's the most impractical fix it took fucking forever but it just looks so cool uh so that's why i went you know 10 9 uh, 10 8 oh, 10 8 for uh for alien because it's just so much cooler than a jungle right well i went 10 8 in favor of predator Fuck off, did you? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> did I fuck? I went 10-9 in favour. I would say get a fucking other co-host. <laughs> no, I went 10-9 in favour of Alien. I think, like you touched on it there, it is just a jungle. There's no preparation. I mean, there was obviously preparation, but compare that to the creativity and the imagination that was needed to create the Nostromo, which was like completely designed by hand by those guys. Like, the entire ship, but it's like nowadays that'd be CGI, whereas then they had to create the entire thing. And I think the effort that went in, despite it being almost 50 years old, it still looks really good. Like it just looks so like, like you said, gritty and dark. And it looks like it would be a realistic portrayal of what that sort of thing would look like now. Cause we humans trash everything. There's no way things would look clean. Like, and it makes sense that it looks like that. Um, straight up trash everything um but you that is interesting doesn't that because that is something that's so smart of the storytelling where the acid drips and 
it wouldn't have even registered in my head that they need to get underneath and stop it. Like, like those guys needing to do that. Like, it just adds to it, and it's it adds to like the stakes. Where yeah, this is literally a fucking spaceship. Whereas nowadays, I think that's not even something they touch on, and it's something you'd overlook now. Um, and seeing the different levels of the ship, including where um, Kane was kept, that little room, or when. Um, I think it's Brett who was Harry Dean Stanton's character looking for the cat and it's all dripping with water and then the fucking thing comes behind him. It all looks so good and it looks futuristic but not in a jarring way. Like it looks really well done. Like And the fact that that all comes from people's, like someone's imagination just fucking is mind-blowing. So that was an easy decision because like I said, the jungle is just a jungle that could be filmed anywhere. You could just pitch up in fucking Sherwood Forest for all we know. Like, I, was just about, I was literally just about to say, put a predator in Sherwood Forest. That would be fucking brilliant. Yeah, that could be next one. Predator versus Robin Hood in Sherwood Forest. I was going to say, because prey, prey's in the past, isn't it? Yeah. We just have we just have Predator land. It's not really the Sheriff of Nottingham. It was the Predator. Yeah, he was just running things, so Robin Hood still stepped up and fucked him up. There are, there are there are bits in Alien that have that really futuristic sleep design, though, but they still feel real. So, like, the stasis pods, that's, like, the cleanest part of the ship, and that's, like, the most futuristic part of the ship. But it's just where they go into cryogen. So, obviously, yeah. that's, where the, that's where the money went, like, in-universe. If the, build, the company's building this huge spaceship... That's obviously where the money went to make it look nice. So they wake up and they're like, oh, this is nice. And then they fuck off into, into underbelly to start fixing stuff and everything's breaking. And then there's uh, the room where they communicate with mother with all, the, with all the little dot lights around it. I love that room. I love it so much. It's just, it's just one of them that just looks so simple but so effective. Like, it's not necessary. What do you need those lights for? Fucking nothing. Because it's literally all these lights on one screen. What yeah. do you need and the keyboards, I'm just I'm going on a rant now about the uh, about the set design. So I love it. So the keyboards aren't like letters or numbers, they're little pictures. So they've obviously got to understand what they all mean. And it's just they're just typing random shit and it just builds this sentences. I just love it. I just love it. It's so much better than jungle. Yeah, that's the sense of it, isn't it? Like everything in there, it feels like real, like the buttons are buttons to be pressed, like they've been manually created. Like this there must have been so much time and effort put into that. Like, it's fucking crazy. So that was an easy one. Um, so we'll move on then to the best practical effects in either movie. I'll go first here. This one was one I actually unmanard with until the very end of both movies. Like, I think the ending's twisted, but it might be a bit of a spoiler. Um, because originally I thought Alien was going to take it hands down for me. And... It wasn't until the end of Predator when he takes the fucking mask off and that face looks that if you showed me that now and said it was that that face was created two weeks ago, I'd believe you. Like that looks so good even now. Um and aside from like the clunky little invisible bits where he's like jumping from tree to tree, which just looks fucking horrific. I think you are. Yeah, carry on. I think for the most part, the Predator's uh, special effects are like, well, practical effects, should I say, are really good. Um, similarly to Alien, though, aside from that end bit when he's flying around outside the ship and it just looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life, for the most part, I think that's got some really good um, like practical effects as well. Like the, the chest burster scene is one of the most 
well done practical effects I've ever seen. And it was watching Alien this time that it really, I mean, it's too late now, but a film that I think would have been great to compare it against would have been The Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the practical effects are done so well in both movies. And it was very similar to the bit in The, in the Thing where he goes to do the defibrillators on the guy's chest and it opens up and swallows his hands. Like that's what the chest burst scene reminds me of and the way the creature like scuttles off. Um, so I'm, I'm just speaking a lot of shit to say that I've actually got this 10-10 again. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't separate them. I couldn't separate them. Oh, do you think, I can't believe you think the um, predator in the trees looks shit. I thought it looked fa- Do you not think it looks good? If, if you took that if that was a cutout of a shape and it just went from one tree to the next, I could imagine that's what it looked like. Like some of the jumping from tree to tree looks so weird. Like the actual outline of him and when like, the lights flash and stuff, that looks good. But there's a bit when he's when Arnold does like the he puts all the mud on and he does like the war cry and he hears the predator hears it and starts like pursuing him and it shows him jumping from tree to tree and it looks fucking dreadful. But that's like I said, that's only my real gripe. Yeah. I think other than that, it looks great. I don't think he did. I actually really liked it. And obviously, modern standards, it's not going to look great. But I think it looks really... I, I don't know. I thought it looked really cool. Like, alien... Te- and I put I can put a bit of the junk, a junkiness to alien technology. But, like, when he's... I know it's not a practical effect. It is a special effect. So maybe we should rename it special effect. But uh, it is a... It, it, just look, it just looks cool, like, the, this all the see-through bits. But, yeah. I mean... Predator could win this category just on when he takes a mask off and it's his face alone. Um, but even though I just called you a motherfucker, whatever I called you, I went 10 10 as well. <laughs> <laughs> At least we agree on that then. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think there's nothing bad about Predator inherently, except for the explosion at the end. <laughs> Looks really shit. Like and I and I said in the Ghostbusters episode, I really love when you do the hand-drawn, like electric and hand-drawn animation as special effects. So when the Predator's got his busted wrist thing, and you've got all the special effects of the hand-drawn electric going up his arm and around his body when his camouflage gets a bit busted, I love that. And I will never not love hand-drawn electricity on a on a old film. So that easily puts it at a ten as well. Um, but the reason I tied them is because the ex- explosion at the end balances out the alien looking goofy as fuck at the end. So while the alien does look cool all the way through, I really love the Nostromo design and how it's built. It's obviously a, a miniature that they zoom and like they zoom past and it looks huge. It's got that um, uh, the Star Wars story from a new, a lot, of, a lot of Star Wars references today. Anybody would think I like Star Wars. Uh, like when the Star Destroyer goes over the over your head in A New Hope, you've got that exact kind of shot with the Nostromo at the beginning, and it looks huge and it's really detailed miniature, really beautiful looking, you know, for as janky as it is it's supposed to look. And then you've got like the, the the Xenomorph egg on the planet is one of the coolest looking things ever. You can see it moving inside. Looks so cool, and when the when the face hugger comes, like the design of the face hugger and how it moves and as it wraps around his neck, all I bet really simple practical effects, but just so effective. No pun intended. Um, but for that, I couldn't I couldn't 
pick one over the other, so I went 10-10. I would have got... I don't, can we do nine nines? Uh, sure, why not? No, I'm going to keep it 10-10 because I don't want to have to recalculate all scores, but, which I just have to take one off of each, really. But yeah. I'm going to keep it 10-10 because I can't, I can't decide which is better. They've both got one bit of jank in the entire film that I dislike, um, that I massively dislike. But um, but yeah, they they're pretty comparable, and it seems like a cop out for us both to go ten ten and not really give it. But but yeah, that's that's where I landed on it. Well, now we've got the final category now, then, which is the best deaths. Uh, obviously, both films are fucking filled. Um, Predator more so. Is if you factor in the guys that they killed towards the beginning, there must be like 15, 20 deaths in that movie. Whereas Alien, it's very limited on the cast. I think there's like seven cast members in that film, so six don't make it. So like, um, it's about it's a lot more like conservative with the kills, and they're a bit more spread out. Well, I say that, but after an hour, it feels like they come a bit thick and fast. Um, yeah. Once Kane bites the dust, it feels like no one's around for too long. But I'll let you go first. Then, which movie did you go with on best deaths? Oh, I don't know because I completely forgot to write the deaths on the <laughs> list. So we're gonna we're gonna wing it as we go. To, for me, it's not best deaths total. It's between two, and which one I like more. So it's Kane's death with the chest burster, or it's the single best death. Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna have to. Oh no, I'm gonna hate myself because the chest burster scene is so iconic that you can't not say it's cool. Because it's so shocking as well. Like, I remember watching Alien for the first time and didn't know anything about it. And, like, I actually went in blind, and this was about 18, 19. I'm quite lucky. Um, so I didn't know about the chest burster. Well, I didn't know it was from Alien. So when it happened, I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, shit the bed. Um, and it is so shocking. And the story that the cast weren't told that that's what was going to happen or that's when it was going to happen so the reactions are genuine helps that as well um it it does look it's great and it's so iconic and it just looks cool uh but i mean the deaths in predator i was actually kind of let down by because i remember it being way more violent and way more like over the top in deaths but i think i'm thinking of the more modern sequels uh, Dylan's death is probably the best death in Predator when he loses his arm, which I think is a reference to Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, obviously not. But uh, and then he gets lifted and whatever. But the best death in Predator is when Arnie throws the knife and sticks the guy to the fucking pole and turns around and goes, "Stick around!" It's fucking brilliant. So. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to give it another tie. Chess Burster is so fucking iconic, but Stick Around is so funny to me that I genuinely think it's one of the best deaths in any kind of stupid action movie. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to hate myself. I'm going to go... 10-9 to Predator. Because the rest, mm -hmm. of the, the rest of the deaths in Alien are pretty... boring. I think um, they are pretty, 
pretty quiet and pretty boring um, outside of the chess person. That is the the one. That is the one that gets me excited. That's the one that you look forward to, and everything else you can. It is easily forgettable. Even the predator's death, uh, the alien's death, is forgettable. Just hanging around and gets blasted. But there's all the deaths in predator. Like, is it Mac that gets his head blown off? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then even though the Predator's death itself is a little bit underwhelming, it is that whole scene is cool. So I'm going to go 10-9 to, to Predator and hope that it doesn't completely change my final scores. <laughs> that surprised me, actually. I didn't expect that. Um, well, I've actually gone... The reverse. <laughs> I went the reverse. I went 10-9 in favour of Alien because I think my issue with the Predator ones is, aside from... Um, Dylan's death, Carl Weathers. The others that get killed, it's largely disappointing. Like Poncho gets just shot in the head when he's like being lit, when he's limping away. Um, the the shot with Mac with the three dots was obviously iconic, and that was good. But Jesse Ventura just kind of gets shot in the chest. Um, the first guy played by Shane Black, I can't remember his character's name. He we don't even really see it. He's just stood over the girl and then just gets whisked off and we don't see shit. Um, and then my guy, Billy, does the fucking most badass thing ever and just turns around with a knife arm. We don't even get to... What the fuck? Why didn't we get to see any of that? Imagine <laughs> it's because he got murked immediately and it was just yeah. the most one-sided thing ever. But at least show us, like, just to see him take all his stuff off and stand on that bridge with a knife and wait. It was cool. It was so cool. It was so macho. But at the same time, I was like, you know what this thing can do? Why the fuck are you throwing your gun away? Yeah, I, it at least shows it, is all I'm saying. I want to see him get fucked, because I like <laughs> Billy. Um, on the flip side, I think Alien's got, like I said, the chest burst to see. It's one of the most iconic like sci-fi slash horror movie deaths ever. And it is so unique and something no one could have possibly seen coming before watching that movie. And like you said, the, 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 um, the reactions from everyone because they didn't see it coming and when the blood splatters on him and Veronica Cartwright's just like fucking screaming because it like really shook her up like it's so good um, but that, I don't think that's the only good death though I mean you don't see it again but I think the build up the suspense and then the jump scare that leads to Dallas death in the the like um, what they call the pipe thing when he climbs in the, oh, the, the vent. ventilator shaft yeah. when he's in there and they think they, they're they're on the watching the radar, they're saying, Oh, it's coming, it's coming, and he's looking around and then he drops and he shines the torch, and then as he turns around, you just see it behind him, and then the big scream. Like, I think that's such a well done death. And that was the only point in the movie that made me actually jump, despite the fact I've seen it before. That makes me jump every time, and I think it's so good. And I like I said, at that point, it felt like to me, Dallas was the main character, being the hero going in looking for it with a weapon. So the first time I watched that, I didn't see that coming. That's and, weird again, because I I saw that death and thought, oh, is that it? Yeah, like, that's my issue with it, though, is it's done off screen. Like, apart from the jump scare, we don't actually see anything after that. And that's probably largely down to the practicality of the actual alien. Like, we couldn't shoot shit, which is why the two at the end, you don't really see those either. Um, but it seems like that was the case with both, where there wasn't really much shown. Like, when you watch Predator and you see how good they can make the Predator look, it's like, why didn't we see more of that earlier? Like, why was the earlier ones just little shots here and there? So I think that's why I went Alien, because I know Alien couldn't really do much, whereas Predator couldn't, just chose not to. I can't believe 
I gave it to Predator for the last, and then you fucked me over by going, well, I'm going to go serious and go alien. <laughs> it's so it's so iconic, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible shot, shot for me to say Predator's got better deaths than the chestburster. For you to say the chestburster scene was overrated, that's terrible from you. I didn't say it was overrated. There were your words, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Is it going to be? Is it going to be when this episode goes out? Is it going to be my lips moving and your voice doing the worst thing? <laughs> my voice doing your impression, yeah. Um, but that's it. We're done. And I've gone through it as we were talking. I've actually added the scores throughout, so there's yeah, no. Need to, yeah, so there's no need. There's no need to cut away and come back. Less editing for me means half the days. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the real reason. Are you basically um, they saying there? I'm going to watch him. I'm going to watch him both on Sunday and take notes. I'm very nearly message you back, but I didn't know if you'd be able to get the tone. I was like, fucking hell, you're taking notes. Christ. <laughs> hey, I actually made some notes here and all. Not that I really read most of them. <laughs> kind of just went off on tangents. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Well, it's not actually. I thought it'd be closer <laughs> than it was. Is it not as close as the last couple episodes? Definitely not. And for someone that as a kid preferred Predator, uh, this was very one-sided. We ended up scoring 193 to 184 in favour of Alien. Because it's the better movie. Yeah, it is. And I think that's what surprised me because before re-watching them both, I remembered really enjoying Predator and I just assumed it, I'd prefer it. But I came out of both and I was just, Alien is a much better movie. It is a much better movie. I prefer the Predator as a villain, but Alien the movie and Aliens the sequel are just two of the best movies in those genres. Maybe we should do Aliens versus Predator 2. And we'll get, we can... <laughs> See if we can get more one-sided. Who's better, Sigourney Weaver or fucking Danny Glover? Oh, I don't know. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Predator. They're not saying Predator is a bad movie. Not like we've not we've not done a bad movie yet, but it's just it's incomparable. It's it's just kind of fun to watch. There's nothing more to it. Which is not wrong for not a bad thing for a movie, but it's probably the, this is the second verses we've done in a row where the films are that different. <laughs> like Barbie and Oppenheimer were quite very very different. Well, that more different than these two, but Maybe Alien slightly. <laughs> there was that bit in Barbie where she built the uh, atomic bomb. I really enjoyed that. Um, but like Alien and Predator got such different tones, and such different for because i'm young and hip i'm going to say vibes that it it hard to compare them but it's alien versus predator so we kind of had to because that's iconic in itself what would have made more sense probably was to compare aliens versus predator because aliens is a much more because that's when james cameron came on and it kind of ditched the horror and went straight in 80s action that had like the quotable lines I'm going to say something controversial, which I like to do every now and again. I think I prefer prefer Alien 1 to Aliens. Oh, I do. I prefer the first one. Oh, that's all right. No, well, I do prefer the first everybody one. Everybody loves Aliens and say that is... The, like, how I say Terminator 2 is the definitive Terminator movie. Like, I don't like really like Terminator 1, which is... That that's is the, that's your controversial opinion. The, good job I weren't on the Dark Knight episode. Uh, but, Christ, I know. Um, but... Um, like, like Aliens is to the Alien franchise what Terminator 2 is to the Terminator franchise in a lot of people's eyes. But I actually really love the tone of and the atmosphere, more specifically, of the first Alien movie over the second one. I remember watching the second one 
after watching the first one when I first watched them and thinking, I actually don't like the way they've changed it. It is more iconic and the creatures are better and there are, there are like a lot more quotable lines. Because you said, oh, she would do quotes and I was like, Alien 1 hasn't got any really. No. Whereas Predator has fucking hundreds. So I'd oh, love yeah. to have just shared quotes and talked about the line. I don't have time to bleed for 10 minutes. <laughs> Shall we just have a quick a quick bonus round of quotes, see if we can uh, make it a bit, little bit less one-sided? No, because I think we might end up having to score Predator as the winner at that point. Fuck it then. Uh, <laughs> I will not have it. Um, but yeah, I prefer Alien 1 and obviously... I still think the first Predator is the best Predator movie as well. Until Alien versus Predator comes along, obviously. Yeah, I agree. I think Aliens is a fun movie and it's probably more rewatchable. Um, but I prefer the scary, dark, doom and gloomy tone of the first one as opposed to that second one. Because that second one, it felt like it felt like it was Predator, but in space, like with the running around with the machine guns. I mean, don't get me wrong. Any movie we build Paxton in is a good movie in my eyes, but I prefer like that horror in the first one. I prefer like the, the way the, we really got to see the alien. I liked it just popping up at the most unexpected moments and it being more to your imagination than um, seeing it in full shot. And I think Ash as the creepy robot secret villain was better than um, the guy from the second one who was just a dodgy employee that was working against him without them realising I can't remember his name, the actor, but I preferred Ash. I think Ash is more iconic so yeah, I think Alien 1 was the better movie Yeah Well, that's that done then got another one in the books the most one-sided we've ever done I wonder if this will be the most one-sided we ever do because this was like almost double figure lead I don't know just one, like, just one thing on the Alien movie because I, I want to make sure everybody knows that it's the better movie. It, <laughs> Alien One versus Alien Two. Alien One feels more like a like it feels like the Halloween movie, where it's long, like it's it's a slow build up with somebody stalking the main characters. Um, I just wanted to input that. I had the thought. I wanted to say it. I just it's to essentially, make... it I is essentially like um, a haunted house movie in space. Not Eddie Murphy's haunted house. Oh, good no. Maybe the new one, which is fantastic and comes out on Friday. Not seen it yet. Wonderful movie. Comes out a day after this is released, actually, so everyone should go watch it because it's I loved it. And Owen Wilson's great, and I'm not being forced to say that. <laughs> you're not gonna go you're not gonna go into your head. No, Owen not quite. Owen Wilson's the worst part of any film he's in. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we should should we do if if we're talking about maybe this is the most one sided episode ever should we do Haunted Mansion versus Haunted Mansion in in October? Oh good God! I don't know if I could ever bring myself to rewatch the Eddie Murphy one. I think I tried to rewatch it last year at, at Halloween because I went I was trying to watch a load of like horror movies and like even like your children's like Halloween themed movies and I got like thirty minutes in and turned it off. I couldn't watch it. I, I fucking hate it so much. So the new one, big improvement. I don't think I've ever sat and watched the entire Eddie Murphy film. I think it was at a point yeah. where Eddie Murphy just kind of lost it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Daddy daycare, and then there's nothing. That's it. Well, for me, his last great one, Mulan. Fucking Mushu. What a performance! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I- that. That's not an Eddie Murphy movie. It is. Who does everyone talk about coming out of that? Mushu the Dragon. No one talking about anything else. Apart from 
Donny Osmond's sensational I'll Make a Man Out of You song, which is the best Disney song of all time. But that's a different story for a very different podcast, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, good idea. We've not thought about that. Disney one. That's on the cards, surely. Um, I told yeah. that because it's not the best song. Oh, okay. Well, that's you awesome. took Hawkeye with First Hero. I think I'd take that for best. If we did a Disney one and one of the characters' best song, if I did anything, I'll make a man out of you. Have to be. Have to be. You'd have to ring, win rock, paper, scissors first. Yeah, true. But anyway, uh, my name, I was just about to end it without even saying who we are. I'm fucking terrible at this. Uh, so, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter or X. I'm still not quite sure what we're calling it. At Callum Altimus, um, where I have now restarted tweeting about Blackburn Rovers now that the season's back. And that's about all you'll see from me on there. I don't um, see that. I've got, notification. I've got notifications on you now. Um, just to see like what you're posting because you post it, you post some stuff as the podcast, and I don't know if I fully agree with everything. Uh, now, what would you say against that Captain America trilogy? Guardians is it Guardians is pretty great. Well, it's not better than Cap's trilogy, though. No, it's not, which is why I said I agree with you. But <laughs> you've got to sign it as you. Just yeah, I'll, I'll have to start doing I that. With, I don't agree with the Indiana Jones uh, review you put up before I started. That's now tied to me. Then again, I've got the password, so I could just delete it. Yeah, you could just delete or just put your own now. Um, but yeah, moving on from that again. Uh, I'm also on a letterbox uh, at Caltimus, which is C-A-L-T-I-M-A-S. Yeah, they'll be underneath. Yeah, yeah, they'll be underneath. I forgot that. Um, and where can we find you, Mr. Hannah? Uh, on Twitter slash X at nay underscore 214. And then on Letterbox at nay 214. And the uh, Cinematch podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't? I'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> if not, I'm going to start looking for another course. Um, but yeah, and if you listen to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or well Amazon Music, which I've just added it on, then we are also on YouTube at the Cinematics Podcast if you'd rather look at these stunning faces, it's which awesome. why wouldn't you, let's be honest. And you also get to look at this fucking awesome setup we've both got behind us, like the two biggest geeks you could possibly know. Um and if you're watching on YouTube, then we are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I keep forget Amazon Music. Why do I keep forgetting the name of that? Um, at the Cinematic Podcast. No offense to you if you're listening to us on Amazon Music. No, nah, yeah, that's it's not a good, uh, not a good look for me. But uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we will oh, be back. To before you before we go, if you want to find out what's coming next, keep more close eye on our. Instagram page and stories because that's where we'll be starting to tease what's coming next. Next episode after this one, I think is going to be a good one. And I've done some hard work on the teasers for these ones, and they they look very basic, but I'm very proud of them. They look cool. Yeah, I mean, I you sent me that little teaser bit, and it looks better than anything I could ever possibly do. I'm excited for it, and that'll be Rolling. a big episode. Rolling. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you again this time next week. Peace out. See you later.